Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chasing the Godshot. My name is Bubba. On this podcast, we talk to people in the coffee industry about their experience with the Godshot. Uh, today, we have Lisa Farr with, with us. Uh, thank you for being here, Lee. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Bubba. Awesome. So the uh, first question we have for today is, uh, what do you do in the coffee industry? I am the founder of Map It Forward, a coffee industry podcast called The Daily Coffee Pro by Map It Forward. And I am a consultant and I run workshops in the coffee industry that are specifically tailored to professionalism. Um, things like becoming a coffee consultant, uh, assertiveness training, uh, maps for baristas and coffee roasters. So all of that kind of stuff. Awesome. That's all those uh, things that uh, a lot of us kind of need in the coffee industry. So thank you for providing that uh, uh, that to everybody. Um, so uh, speaking of the Godshot, um, what is your definition of a Godshot? I have been fortunate enough to experience just a few Godshots in my life and all of them had something in common. They made me stop in my tracks and kind of mm. really remember everything about that experience. Godshots often in my career as a coffee professional over 20 years were kind of milestones for me of how I transformed from the coffee professional that I was before that Godshot to who I became after that Godshot. And mm. so I define a Godshot as something that's transformative uh, in the cup, but also it transforms me as a coffee professional and business owner to look at the coffee itself, but also the experience that led to me having that wonderful experience. So was it that the business that presented me with that coffee did something different? Uh, I may have tasted that coffee in 15 other places, but for some reason this was the God show of the coffee that was produced. So was it the roast profile? Was it the way the cafe was presenting it to me? Was it the barista? Whatever it was, I try and seek understanding what it was about that. And then I'm changed for good after that Godshot. Do you, do you remember your first uh, Godshot experience? I'll never forget it. It was an Ethiopian Akise. I was in Los Angeles. It was my first job as a barista in Los Angeles. And I had been raised in the Sydney coffee industry. And one of my dear friends at the time had sent, had contacted me and he said, I just tasted a coffee that I'll never forget. I'm going to overnight a bag from Sydney to Los Angeles and you have to taste this. It's that good. And it arrived. And I, I mean, I had never experienced a gotcha. And I'd been in the industry for probably six or seven years at that time. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Yeah. I mean, huh. I'd experienced good coffee, but a godshot is really different to good coffee. You know, a godshot is something that's going to make you see everything differently mm -hmm. from that moment on. And this coffee arrived. And I remember from the moment I started dialing in this coffee, I tasted it and, I mean, my mind was blown. It was like an explosion of blueberry juice. And I just, I'd never experienced anything like that before. And at that time, like bearing in mind, I've been in the coffee industry 20 years. So the way that we were 
viewing coffee at that time wasn't with the deep understanding that we have are starting to have now of flavor profiles and and the way that different processing methods can impact the way that you know coffee ends up tasting in the cup all i really understood at that time was this is incredible i've never tasted anything like it i need to understand more about this coffee and so this became a gateway for me to a connection with the producer that I had never understood before. It was amazing. Interesting. Did that actually drive you to try to get a hold, like uh, connect with the producer in any way? Or is it just more you understanding that like that's another level of understanding is like the production producer side? It didn't lead me to connect with the producer because I didn't understand how to do that at that time. Uh, but what it did do was make me try and understand more about the coffee itself and about mm. the origin that it came from and the region within the origin that it came from. Got it. I'd never really understood that this coffee, uh, like the impact that growing at altitude, uh, this this Nikisei coffee is really difficult to pick because it's on the side of a mountain and it's really high up on the side of a mountain. And I really started to get an appreciation of why this coffee was so well revered, why it was so expensive mm, okay. and uh, why it was so special. And so th- that understanding was a gateway that led me into a deeper understanding of that. So did, and I think you kind of touched on it before, where you said it did kind of shape your career path. Like in, 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 mm. in what ways did it, did that kind of help you uh figure out like your 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 niche or like what you're going to do within the coffee industry it was a real first moment of letting go of my ego as the barista Hmm. that was the big gift that the Ethiopian Akisa gave me as a coffee I really for the first time came to understand that I'm at the end of a supply chain that This coffee has touched very many people's hands before it got to me. And a lot of things had to go right Mm. for that coffee to end up qualifying as a God shot. And I played one tiny role in that. Before that, I was raised in a coffee industry where the barista in Sydney, and I'm based in Sydney at the moment, the barista in Sydney is highly revered, you know, We're we're like little rock stars in the communities Mm. that we work in. We get very well paid. Uh, Everybody knows you in your community and you're the person who gets all the accolades for the coffee that's being served. The Ethiopian Akise changed that for me. It helped me realise that I'm just a representative. And before that, I was the person who was taking a lot of the credit for presenting this coffee, whether I was doing that or not. The consumer saw me as the person that was responsible for that coffee. And I, at that time, realised, no, no, no. I'm a representative that they get to put a face Mm. to this coffee with and I need to be a better ambassador as I move through my career about the way that I represent all the people who were previous custodians of this coffee before it got to me. Wow. So it was a very like humbling experience. That's, that's pretty cool. Humbling. That's pretty cool. Kind of set you back a little yeah. bit. Wow. It's nice to have your ego um, 
kicked in the teeth at every now and then. It's, <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> we all need it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool experience. Uh, did you do you have any uh, roasters or uh, coffee shops that you think people may be able to find their next guide chat experience in any of the places that you've kind of traveled? Yeah, I've done a lot of traveling around coffee. There's a few. I'm going to give you guys some from around the world. Uh, starting here in in Australia, there are two that I would recommend here in Australia. Stitch Coffee um, is doing great things with coffee. Um, the, the attention that they have to their direct-to-consumer business is just really beautiful to watch because they are looking at providing different kinds of coffee experiences for people who just like everyday drinking coffee as well as the people who want to chase the potential godshot coffees, you know, the experienced coffees. So Stitch Coffee is one. Another one in Australia is Full Spectrum Roasters. Uh, Full Spectrum are new to the game. They're here in Australia and they're going to be doing really great things as they get get started. And, and But I've tasted fantastic coffees from them um in saudi arabia there is in in riyadh saudi arabia that uh mm. specialty coffee that boutique cafe um and uh in the united states i would say check out monarch coffee uh that's actually a closed loop coffee producer so this is a coffee producer that produces processes roasts and ships their own coffee. Oh wow! I don't know too many producers yeah. that do that. That's kind of yeah. They're in cool. Hawaii. Wow. Yeah, Kona Coffee. Check them out, Monarch Coffee. So there's four from different regions uh, that you know. I've always had fantastic coffee experiences from those those four businesses. Perfect. Thanks for sharing that. Appreciate it. Um, so if people want to get a hold of you, uh, uh, learn more about Map It Forward, uh, where can they find you? Our website is mapitforward.coffee and the same thing on social media, mapitforward.coffee and check us out and listen to the podcast. Uh, it's in English and in Arabic. I'm not the host of the, the Middle East one, but, you know, we're growing and, and trying to reach as many different sectors of the industry as we can. Awesome. And for those of you who haven't seen the Map It Forward podcast, you got to check it out. There's a episode pretty much almost every single day. Just saw yeah. one recently about the president of the SEA. Really good conversation. Yeah. It's super deep. Awesome. I'm but, glad you yeah. enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, cool. Thanks for showing up and uh, sharing your experiences with us. We really appreciate it. For those who are My listening, pleasure. I thank you for uh, listening and I hope you have a good rest of your day. Yeah. Talk to you later. Have a good day. Bye, Bye guys.